What's hey up, everybody. motherfuckers, it's the short vlog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, did you want to start it? <laughs> we forgot how to podcast. Hmm. Um, I remember it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. We're back, sort of. Yeah. Um, I hope all of y'all had a good holiday. Yeah. Today, Zach, what are, what are, we, uh, what are we talking about? Today? On the short report uh, for Broke Box Office, we were talking about a, a little short film called Neighbors from 1952, which, how old was the Jack Nicholson one? Is this our oldest movie so far? I forgot to look I that up. I don't remember. Yeah, I think uh, the Jack Nicholson one, The Crybaby Killer, that's what it was called. Yes. I yeah, couldn't even remember the name. I think that was like 54. Okay, yeah. So, so this is, it's either our oldest or our second oldest. Yeah. Um, it's also our second Oscar winning movie that we've done, both of which were shorts. Ooh. And both of which have other things in common as well. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah. I'm I don't have much to actors. say. <laughs> There's not much going on. Um. Okay. So there are two two people in this film. Um, there is a gentleman named Grant Monroe who plays the neighbor on the right, mm-hmm. and there is a gentleman named Jean Paul Ladusier or Laduser. I'm not uh-huh. sure how it's pronounced, but they're like French Canadian, right? So yeah, Almost I'm guessing it's something fucking French. Yeah. Um, who plays the neighbor on the left? Yeah, the mustache guy. That was how I thought about them. Yeah. He, uh, so John Paul Ledusier or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like such an <laughs> asshole saying that. Um, <laughs> it's the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a lot going on. He has a couple of animation department credits. Mm-hmm. Um, all interestingly, which, uh, all predate this short. Okay. Uh, huh. so from 1945 to 1951, he has like six or seven animation credits. Mm-hmm. He has a couple of directing credits, almost all of which are shorts, but he also did a couple of TV episodes hmm. of some TV shows in the fifties. Okay. Well, do you know what the names of those shows were? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, he directed feeling. an episode of <laughs> Pepino. Okay. And Pepino e Cappuccine <laughs> and Le Grandier en Image. Oh, okay. So French stuff then. And Sur le Pont d'Avignon. Ah, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were expecting or no? Not exactly. I, I will get into it when I talk okay. about my guys, but I'm pretty sure these are all like people who worked at the NFB. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's the neighbor on the left, mm-hmm. but the neighbor on the right uh, is a gentleman named Grant Monroe, who also has very few acting credits, but he has done a lot more in the way of directing and animating. So both of these guys really are not actors uh, okay. first and foremost. They seem to just be kind of filmmakers. Um, but yeah, Grant Monroe has done a lot more uh, all the way up through the 70s oh, wow. and seems to be a bit more uh, 
highly regarded. A couple of his shorts have like Criterion releases. Huh. Um, he like he has appeared in you know there's a there are a couple of compilation things of you know the films of grant monroe stuff like that okay um yeah you know what so i definitely want to go check out some more of his stuff yeah that makes sense that you say that because i remember on the wikipedia page he has a link to an article about him and the other guy does not yeah that makes sense um but yeah that's it that's it for me so okay. I can't wait to hear more about this uh, to, to give you guys some background. We decided for our first episode back, we would do something fun and interesting. And Zach uh, told me that this would be a cool film to do and didn't tell me why. And so I watched <laughs> it, but I tried to not like do any research about it at all. So I'm excited to hear what the deal is with this funny little funky little short. Well, part of the reason I wanted to watch it is to sort of, I guess, you know, what we're doing with the the short report itself is just kind of like bringing people's attention to these different types of things. And this yeah. is a film made by a guy named Norman McLaren, who I don't know if I ever mentioned to you before, but I wrote a paper on him once in school okay. uh, in, in university for my film class. And um, he's just kind of a really interesting guy, worked at the National Film Board of Canada, which is the NFB that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm the other two guys that I looked up, the cinematography and the sound department guy, both were also big NFB guys. And so I'm I'm assuming that the two actors were as well. Yeah. But anyways, Norman McLaren, a lot of credits as a producer, director, animator. He hasn't really done anything that you probably heard of, but he yeah. I thought he was a really interesting dude because he I mean he's won a bunch of awards and, and stuff. And mostly why I remember him is because he was sort of a pioneer of a thing like a couple different experimental techniques. Uh, one of them you see here in this movie, he called, or I think in general was just called pixelation, which was like sort of a mix of live action and stop motion stuff, mm-hmm. which is used to like a really interesting effect. I, the film has a lot of really uncanny moments that make it really unsettling. I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the, the more interesting thing to me, I think is he, he did this thing where he would draw or paint or like scrape directly onto the film strip to create like animated films that way. Oh, wow. Which was, you know, something that a couple other people were doing also, but I had never heard of before. I like, you know, looked up this guy and, you know, he was probably not the first. I don't really remember what I wrote in that paper, but (laughs) at least, you know, sort of a major figure of that kind of thing. Yeah. So I was like, I just wanted to get the word out. because I was like, well, that's crazy. I never even thought about doing that before. Yeah. But, um, he also, would draw or scrape right onto the side of the film where the sound strip is and create animated sound as it was called where he just you know by hand be like oh i bet this shape will make this sort of sound and it would be read you know through like a visual thing that then translated that into the sound holy cow that is happening on this film as well which is why the sound is so crazy. <laughs> that's wild. I don't even fully like understand how that works, but that's very interesting. I know, right? I mean, I think it's a thing of like, you know, right now we're looking at the little waveforms yeah. for our audio, and uh, I think he just would like sort of draw that, yeah, and then it would become sound. <laughs> well, damn, but, that's um, very cool. Yeah, really interesting dude. Well, awesome. Yeah, I... I, I 
this is certainly our most kind of like artsy film that we've covered so far, I think. Yeah. Uh huh. Experimental as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, just as the uh, wrap up of this part of the show, the NFB uploaded this to their own Vimeo page. So that's why it's free online. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We should tell people. Yeah. I think they do that with a lot of their stuff. It's not on YouTube, but it's on Vimeo. Well, I actually did see that it is on YouTube. Like other random people have just uploaded copies oh, okay. of it. So I guess they don't really care. They just yeah. want to get it out there, I guess. Well, that's cool. So, anyways, so let's let's what did you think of this weird movie? <laughs> it is it's it's fun. I mean, like I was saying, it I feel like it's the most experimental thing we've looked at so far. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's from the fifties and it it uh it definitely feels a bit like a student film almost. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I've I found it r- rather uh obvious, I guess. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main thing I get out of it is like they he really is beating you over the head with his like message here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly is doing that. Um I guess a brief plot synopsis. Um <laughs> Yeah, why not? So, there's these two guys, two neighbors as they are. Yeah. They're neighbors. They seem to get along well. Oh, and the whole set is kind of like weird and tiny. Yeah. Like they're just sitting in these lawn chairs in a big field, like just an open field. Yeah. And they have two tiny uh, houses behind them that are really just like cardboard cutouts sort of, of houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got the feeling it, it almost like felt like someone's backyard or something where they're just doing this. Yeah. Like, oh, wouldn't this be funny to do one day? Yeah. It's a weird space. Um. So it, pretty much the entire action of the film can be summed up by there's a flower that sprouts in between their front yards. They both become kind of obsessed with the flower. They argue over whose property the flower is on. They try and set up a fence. They end up getting in a fight. Things kind of go off the rails. They end <laughs> mm-hmm. up <laughs> uh, really go busting off the rails. each other's houses down. And killing each other's wives and children, <laughs> which who knew they were back there? Um, yeah. And that's it. But in the midst of all that, you have some really cool stuff going on. This is definitely a... Uh, the, 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 the interesting thing happening here is in the form, not in the content. Yeah, I would agree as well. I, I really like to... I, I mean, it is kind of... You don't really see, you know, actual people being put into... Uh, stop motion scenarios a whole lot and it creates yeah. a very interesting effect some of the time like some of the time it's like sort of fun and whimsical like when they're skating around on the grass and it's like yeah. just like sliding along on their feet and sometimes it's very strange like when they're i've seen this like youtube videos of this where people like you jump up in the air and like only take the picture when you're at the very top of the jump so it looks like you're sort of like yeah. flying around on your knees or whatever yeah dude i was gonna mention that because <laughs> it's like it's like some shit that people would do on Vine. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, and it looks exactly the same. Yep. It's the exact same <laughs> technique that people would literally do on a Vine. And I thought that was really funny how like, yeah. is this the first case of that? Like, who knows? Just seeing it like 60 years ago, they were doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
This is basically a long anti-war vine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's I will say one of the things that I thought was really cool and I I told you about um I watched this film with headphones and Oh, right. Now that yeah. you mentioned that stuff about the sound that is really compelling because there's some interesting directionality with the sound yeah. in this film. Like there are things that come from separate sides, which obviously works to great effect because of the, you know, A versus B kind of binary of the plot. I thought mm-hmm. it was really interesting. Yeah. It makes me really wonder how he did that now. Like I wonder if that yeah. was added. And, in uh, you know, it's hard to say. Right. I was going to say it's hard it's hard to determine at what point in the last 60 years that was, you know, yeah. made a part of it, but <laughs> yeah, who knows. Yeah. I actually it's funny that you mentioned that also. I I had forgotten uh you mentioned it won an Oscar before. I read a thing that said in order for it to win the Oscar, they had to cut out that brief little moment where they murder each other's families. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, cuz I guess That's the Academy hilarious. wasn't into that part. Yeah. It was really weird and fast and like kind of an afterthought. Yeah, it, it's it's such a thing of where like, you know, the film starts out and it's kind of like fun and like, you know, whatever. And then yeah. things start getting a little uncanny and it starts you, you're like, oh, my God, what's happening? And they're like beating each other and they got the, the strange like makeup on their faces. Yeah. And, and they look monstrous. And I I feel like it was almost effective. And then they knock down houses and like punch each other's wives out of frame and it becomes hilarious to me <laughs> literally kick babies they like punt babies yeah. out of the film <laughs> i was gonna ask you about the the face paint yeah what you think the purpose of that was i mean i guess it's just you know to sort of emphasize how monstrous they had become i don't know yeah it, it also is like a thing that you know reminded me a lot of other silent films that i've seen sort of from even further back um, sure expressionist type of things yeah so maybe just calling calling back to that i don't know i mean <laughs> maybe they're just having fun with it just kind of the the attractive and compelling kind of graphic nature of it of yeah. the design itself yeah yeah that makes sense i was i was expecting to to just to explain if you haven't watched the the film yet it's about like three quarters of the way through and they're already sort of fighting each other but then just some wacky like tribal looking kind of face paint appears on their faces yeah and i was expecting it to keep going that way and to sort of see them devolve into like eventually they're wearing loincloths or something like that but it didn't go that way it was just like this weird face paint on their faces yeah so but i I I think i I think i agree Mm -hmm. the point was just to show them as inhuman and how in war or in conflict or whatever you lose your humanity. Yeah. But I think that the <laughs> tribal nature of it was probably just an unintended side effect. Yeah. I, I think it was mainly just supposed to be like monster makeup. And then yeah. it ended up looking like something else. Yeah. Well, if things are winding down in our discussion, I think it's about time that I should reveal to you the main reason that I wanted to watch this movie for the show. Okay, please do. Because I have a little story to tell about it. Okay, I'm uh, excited. So for everyone listening, who I guess doesn't know us personally, the reason that we were off for a couple weeks and will be again for a couple weeks after this, I guess, is, you know, we 
went on some vacations and it was, you know, Christmas time, New Year's, and we saw some family during that time. And uh, one of the family members we saw was an uncle of ours who is, you know, an avid listener of the show. And we appreciate that. And uh, we got to talking with him, uh, me and him. I think this was before you were in town. Yeah. And he was, you know, giving me some suggestions of movies to watch on the show, which I've tried to look up and I couldn't, I couldn't find several uh-huh. of them on uh, YouTube. But while we were talking about that, he started talking about a movie he had seen when he was a kid that he couldn't remember. And he thought it might have been just a thing that he dreamed up. And he starts describing it to me. And he's talking about these guys and they're fighting over this flower and they have crazy monster faces at some point. And I'm starting to be like, this sounds kind of familiar, but I'm thinking there's no way it could possibly be because he's talking about something that he saw on TV in Mississippi as a kid. And I'm like, no way. No way. I pull this up on YouTube and show it to him. And he he has like <laughs> such an experience of like traveling backwards in time, and he he just is like, holy shit! Oh my <laughs> and god! Apparently, this might be it. Like there was one or two things that that didn't quite match up to his memory, uh, but I'm pretty sure that <laughs> at least at some point in his life he had seen this before, just on TV somewhere somehow. <laughs> that so yeah. That is insane. <laughs> the craziest thing. I, oh my like, god! I have, and you just happen to <laughs> have done a paper on this guy that made this film. Yeah, and that's like, why you knew it. Uh huh. There's no way I would have found out about this movie any other way. Yeah, right. It just was such wow. a weird coincidence that I knew we had to like. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> memorialize it somehow. So big shout out to Well, that's amazing. Our uncle. <laughs> yes. Shout out. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I How, why on it. earth would he have seen this as a kid? Yeah. Why would it be on that's TV ever? Nuts. Especially in America, not Canada. Like <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it maybe it had like just won the Oscar and then I I don't know, man. That's so crazy. And he's, what year was he born? Because he's like three years older than mom. So he would have been born in like 52 or 53, right? Uh, Yeah. I I mean, he, yeah. So he couldn't have watched it like right after it came out. It would have had to have been years later. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Maybe they're doing like some, some, a conundrum. Shorts TV show of like, hey, this is free, probably put this on. What a weird little conundrum. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Uh-huh. Thank you for sharing that. That's hilarious. Yeah. I I was, I was so hard not to tell you about it before now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I hope this doesn't give anyone nightmares in the future yeah, if you, know, you go watch this film. Don't show to your young kids. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe do. And they'll have a hilarious experience with their nephew in 60 years. Mm, true. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways. thanks for listening, everybody. This was yeah. a fun one. That's this was a, a, little uh, a fun little episode. experimental. Yeah, the the New Year special. The New Year special. I do have the uh, the movie that I picked out. I guess for for the beginning of season two. All uh, right. Whenever we decide to yeah that come out, but Let's I can go it. ahead and give the movie now so people can get excited. 
uh, it's a bit of a return to form for us. Yeah. Because it's a movie called Nightmare on the 13th Floor. Hell and yeah. I'm pretty sure it's about some sort of axe murderer on an elevator. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Should be fun. You know, some kind of axe murderer on an elevator. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't wait. Sounds great. Everybody watch it. Check it out. And uh, follow along. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Do we have any fan mail? Did anyone email the email? Oh, shit. Wait, let me open it up. Check the email. <laughs> check your email and check your email. I wonder if we could get sued by Strong Bad. Uh, yeah, I was going to say we should do a fucking Homestar Runner episode. Oh, that would be a great Because those are free. Yeah. Those are free. And those are films. Oh, my God. We should totally do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, hmm. It'd be so hard to choose a particular one to do, though. <laughs> right. They're all so good. Right. Maybe we could each choose our favorites. Like, it'd be tempting to just do, like, Trogdor. Well, yeah. I mean, that's classic. I had that Trogdor t-shirt. <laughs> yep. Um, but also, we do not have any mail, so. Whoops. Boo. Everyone send us emails. Give us advice. Even if it's, like, just a fun yeah. uh, spam email for us. Sign us up for your the fucking rewards club at your local Quiznos. We don't give a shit. Yeah. I guess we should say the email is brokeboxoffice at gmail.com. Hooray. Did we say that earlier? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. Well, that would be I hilarious forgot. if we just went on checking an email address that we'd never announced. <laughs> oh, I mean, we said it at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Okay, cool. I guess that's it for us. We'll see you soon, everybody. Get excited for season two. Happy January. Happy January. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.